We are I. It seems like a conversation that I get in constantly with other people and a conversation that I have in my own mind just a countless amounts of times, you know, even daily. And this topic, this question, I believe is, if you could solve this, if you could get people to solve this question, I think it'd bring a lot of peace to a lot of people in this world. And this question is, who gets to decide and when? Now, universally ask that question in any topic, anywhere, at any time. Because the one thing that we do understand is it has a lot of strings attached to it. Now, let's go through some topics here. Who gets to decide when electric cars are allowed to be on the market? Who gets to decide and when? Because we do know that this electric car technology is some of the first technology. And this is where I might be getting these facts a little bit wrong here in this circumstance. is either electric cars were before internal combustion engines or just right after. But that's how long electric cars have been around for. Who gets to decide in when these hydrogen-powered cars, you know, could have been on the market? Because again, this is decades and decades old. Who gets to decide in when this water-powered car, you know, because that's happened, is on the market? Who gets to decide in when some of these biodiesel and biogas cars are allowed on the market? Because people at home or in a neighborhood could be putting their food scraps and, you know, green waste and paper products in these small micro digester facilities where people in either local communities or people at their home could have their own micro digester and you could be producing your own gas. Now that's just targeted towards the, the car industry. Let's move into mental health. Who gets to decide and when? Well, we know now, which we've known for decades and decades and decades, that psychedelics are far better at helping conquer mental health issues than any SSRI, any pharmaceutical drug that the pharmaceutical industry has ever put out ever. We also know that exercise is far better than any prescription drug that the pharmaceutical industry has ever put out ever for mental health. We also know that simply being outside and getting fresh air and very moderate exercise is far better than any pharmaceutical drug that the pharmaceutical industry has ever put out ever. But who gets to decide and when? Because some of these things were illegal And some of these things could not be prescribed. That's all starting to change again. 
but who gets to decide and when? Take things like Ibogaine, for example, that's illegal, but is far better and more effective than helping people kick addictions to alcohol, prescription drugs, cigarettes, gambling, all these things. We have to travel to another country to be able to get them, even though they're yielding wildly great results. But who gets to decide and when? Say for my personal health and recovery, think of how many people have got surgeries, how much money surgery has cost the Canadian healthcare system. Let's just pick on the Canadian healthcare system for a minute. How many surgeries have been performed that are completely unnecessary because of the unwillingness to accept that PRP, platelet-rich plasma, or stem cell injections heal most things that you would have to go get surgery for? Now, there's a lot, obviously. There's a lot that they don't. But when you talk about lessening the burden on our medical system, because you could have things like stem cells and PRP that would help a lot of people. Never mind a lot of physiotherapy. You know, people going for physiotherapy to almost eliminate and wipe out that entire industry. But who gets to decide and when? Who gets to decide when and how and where rules should be in your community? Let's talk about COVID. How can a federal government trying to, air quotes, manage 37 million people in hundreds of thousands of communities across Canada, how can they mandate rules for everybody? Doesn't make sense. Any logical person can understand that. So who gets to decide and when? Because if you traveled around through COVID like I did, to arguably hundreds of different cities, or we'll just say hundreds of different times, each city that I went to and even each neighborhood with inside bigger urban centers, everybody had their own set of rules. There were some generally that they followed, but there's a lot that they completely disregarded because it comes back to who gets to decide and when. Localized neighborhoods and bylaws and things that you mandate towards neighborhoods. Well, who gets to decide and when? Because the one thing that you do know is that if a neighborhood collectively agrees to not abide by some bylaws, that just naturally happens and everybody gets along. And it's totally okay. It's totally fine. Because who gets to decide and when? Say I have a neighbor, in my neighborhood, there's a street where almost everybody at Halloween and Christmas time just absurdly goes buck wild. And it's the fucking coolest thing you've ever seen in your life. But it draws a massive amount of attention to this one street that's about, you know, 10, 12 houses on each side of the street long. Like it's not a huge street. But the amount of traffic in this neighborhood is just unbelievable. And you know that there's some people who bitch about that traffic. Completely understandable. But who gets to decide and when? It's only for a very small period of time. And this is so cool that these people 
decided to be able to get together and do this. And it is mind blowing how cool that or how great of a job they've done and how cool it looks. But again, against all bylaws, or against a lot of bylaws for a neighborhood like mine, who cares? Fucking deal with it. Because it's just cool. It brings a lot of joy to people's lives. Who gets to decide and when? So there's a lot of these, a lot of these things. And there's an ungodly amount of examples when it comes down to this. Even something like yesterday, I'm in the gym, I'm working out, I'm in the middle of doing a set, and this guy comes up to me, this employee, and he says, hey man, I need to talk to you. And I was like, okay, and thinking, hey, great, but I'm in the middle of a set. Why don't you just show some general courtesy and just kind of like hang out and wait until I'm done? But no, I understand that you don't have general courtesy. I get it. So again, who gets to decide and when? Then he says to me, he's like, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, fair enough. And he's like, I just need to talk to you about your footwear. And I got my flip-flops on. And he's like, I need you to wear closed-toed shoes for your safety and for other people's safety. And I was like, huh. And I'm like, Blake, shut your mouth. Don't say a fucking word. Because I'm thinking in my mind, for other people's safety? Like, what safety are we talking about here? Like, what safety? Because I do know that when people are doing certain exercises in the gym, they take their shoes off, say like deadlifts or balance work. Or when they're with a trainer doing stuff, I see it in the gym all the time. So again, who gets to decide and when? Because if it's applicable one time, it should be applicable all the time. There can't be self-selected exceptions to the rule. And again, if it's for my safety, I was like, if this is for my safety, like you're worried that I'm going to drop a weight on my foot and the difference that thin veneer of material that covers my toes is going to make a difference if I drop a dumbbell on my foot, whether I'm wearing, have that material on my foot or not. I'm like, that makes no sense to me. But I'm like, this isn't logical anymore. So I'm thinking in my mind, Blake, smile and nod. So I'm like, I got my shoes right here. He's like, because if you don't have other shoes, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I'm like, oh, interesting. I don't know if I've ever been kicked out of a gym before. Been kicked out of a lot of places, but definitely not a gym. So I'm like, okay. I have my five-finger shoes right here on my bag. And he's like, oh, cool. And I'm like, you do realize fundamentally there's there's like next to no difference between these and my running shoes. And he's like, yeah, I know. It's just a policy, though. And I'm like, well, now you are even labeling the hypocrisy of this air quotes rule. You know, but you're the gym manager. You got to flex a little bit like you're new coming into this gym. So you got to kind of flex on everybody to make sure that your presence is known. And then he's just like, oh, what do you think about these shoes? I'm just like, motherfucker, I'm in the middle of working out. Do you think I fucking care right now? No, I'm working out. You've said your piece. I'm not interested in getting into this conversation about my shoes. This has already lasted far longer. This is why I've tried not to say anything. But again, who gets to decide and when? There's all these micro examples of who gets to decide and when. And I don't think there's any clear answer to this because it depends on what you believe in and it depends on what the people believe in around you. And this is the interesting part about having a melting pot society is that you have 
a shit ton of people in an area that all believe slightly different things. They have a base. You should have a base. But again, what is that base based on what you believe in? There's a lot of dope Muslim people out there. But am I going to tell a woman that she has to wear a burqa? Not necessarily. So again, who gets to decide and when? You know, like there's a lot of, you know, great Catholics out there. You know, but I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole about who gets to decide and when. So, again, like you can see, you. I'm sure that your own wheels are spinning when I talk about this, about get, who gets to decide and when, except for you as an individual being a responsible a responsible person who just, if you are going to step outside of these norms, are you doing it in a way that's respectful? Right? Like, are you doing it in a way, say like, it, for example, if I have flip-flops on yesterday and I pop those suckers off, or let's say like my feet are horrifically sweating in a way, which I don't even know if feet generally do this, but I have my feet, my bare feet where people put their face. Now, I can get that. I can get on board with that. I can meet you halfway at that space. But walking around on a gym floor where people have just walked around the bathroom where there's like piss all over the floor and they're trekking in there and who knows what they've been walking around on the outside bringing it in like it's not like a gym floor is clean so like let's be real here so even if you're saying that like oh well you know you have like this foot fungus which i clearly don't let's say i did it's like that again you should be able to micromanage yourself and be able to have your socks and your shoes on because you should just understand that on your own so these are the things about who gets to decide and when so I guess the question of the day is simply just going to be the question I've asked a thousand times or the statement I've stated like a thousand times on this podcast already is what is your definition of who gets to decide and when? 